Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Anne-Louise Gittleman, who is a trendsetting pioneer in the health and healing arena. She's a certified nutrition specialist from the American College of Nutrition and a PhD in holistic nutrition. Anne-Louise is the former director of nutrition at the Pritikin Longevity Center in Santa Monica, California. Anne-Louise is highly respected as an international leader in diet, nutrition, and the environment. With her library of books, she provides us with detailed information about various aspects of our health. Her latest book, Radical Longevity, the powerful plan to sharpen your brain, strengthen your body, and reverse the symptoms of aging, is sure to resonate with everyone as we aim to move through life with vibrant health. And Louise Gittleman, what an honor and a pleasure it is to have this opportunity to speak to you once again. Welcome, and uh, thank you for being with us. What a pleasure. You seem like a wonderful, wonderful old friend. It's a pleasure to be with you and inspire well, all your audience. Well, And that it, certainly that's the goal is to inspire, you know, provide really uplifting uh, information that's going to really be so good for uh, not just our bodies, because here we're going to be talking about health, but it, it ripples out into our world. And we want this to then be uh, us being a positive force in our world, because uh, certainly we know with uh, these challenging times that we're living in, we need lots of positive, strong, healthy forces and voices. Amen. Thank you so much. I so, so much agree. And so you um, really provide so much information for us to be this healthy. I hold in my hand the, your 37th book, which is mm. incredible. <laughs> but who's counting, my friend? Yeah, who's counting? Except for the fact that it's like there's just so much important information that you can convey and and you do convey, and we can look at it from whatever perspective. But the, this more most recent one really, I think, grabs our attention as uh, any of us. We're all in the process of of aging, but we want to do so gracefully and healthfully, correct? Yes, yes, yes. And so Radical Longevity, and I think this subtitle really captures it all, the powerful plan to sharpen your brain, strengthen your body, and reverse the symptoms of aging. I think everyone will become a cheerleader and says, yes, this is for me. <laughs> and, and, and did you have that feeling with coming up with those apps, those words, those phrases, the essence of this subtitle? I, I did. I want to really encourage and inspire people, women especially, because we're the caretakers of ourselves and the world and the family at large. And I wanted also people to understand that aging is a privilege. It's a privilege that's denied to far too many of us. So we have to respect it, honor it, and believe that 90 is the new 60 and 70 is the new 40. And and we are seeing that. And yet... Uh, too often getting to that age, those ages, although my mother in her 90s was so spry, she she was really someone to... Uh, to Emulate. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, just had such a great spirit. So I, I can, I appreciate that from her, but too many people, um, you know, even in their 70s begin to just really fail. And and it doesn't have to happen, does it? No, it doesn't. If you take your health into your own hands and understand that you can 
really postpone aging by a good 30 years. You know, in doing the book, I studied the super-agers, those populations that live 100 and beyond. And interestingly enough, the most important factor, Kate, in longevity was not diet, was not exercise, but was social relationships. Can you believe that? That is really amazing. Amazing to me because I thought it was going to be they eat a lot of greens, they drink red wine, but it wasn't. It was social relationships and having a purpose in life, a purpose-driven life. Uh, So maybe there's two parts to this purpose driven uh but would does that also involve the relationships can it be purpose driven and still do it perhaps because i'm thinking of these times that we're living in and there is somewhat isolation can we still have purpose and not necessarily be engaging in relationships i believe so because i think that would include those of us that are online and have virtual relationships which keep us going ah so so that's a great thing to keep in mind is to nurture that kind of relationship because sometimes i i think some of us may get a little weary of of all the online connection but if we aren't able to have the in-person, we must nurture some of that online. Nurture, respect, and honor it, most definitely. Right. So here we have uh, this great book, then, that is guides us, you know, gives us this information, and, wow, with relationships. Uh, this, this will help us, certainly, to have that foundation. But then we look at what we're doing to our body. Um, I think Alzheimer's is one of those things that uh, we see happening as people begin to get older. And that is frightening. But the you would, most frightening element, right? Kate. I couldn't believe it when I interviewed all these super-agers. Most of them were not afraid of losing their mobility. They were afraid of losing their mind. But there are ways of reversing that. And I discuss it, of course, in the book and want to share it with your lovely audience. Yes. So the thing here, well, of course, relationships, again, play a key part in it, don't they? Relationships, most definitely, and having a purpose, whether that's volunteerism, working, having online relationships, being involved in the virtual community, all of it is very, very important. And keeping your brain active, of course, whether that's walking, dancing, going up your stairs 45 times a day, all that counts. And it's also important, interestingly enough, to do some physical things. One of them is to really donate blood. Donating blood is probably the most important thing we can do in terms of preserving our longevity. That's a very interesting thing. Extremely interesting because people don't realize how important it is to lessen the iron load. As women stop menstruating, they start to accommodate the same kind of diseases that men have, whether that's cardiovascular disease, diabetes, or stroke. So giving blood every single year is exceedingly important. And knowing your stored iron levels, that's your ferritin levels that I talk about in the book. So not only then is it personally beneficial to our body, I I think of it in the bigger picture where there's always a need for blood and, and of course, during the pandemic. Indeed, it's giving to others. It's nurturing others and it's nurturing yourself because iron overload can affect the brain, can affect the heart, can affect the joints, and people don't realize it's a key risk factor for Alzheimer's. That 
it's such simple things. And- simple. <laughs> I, I know. This, this takes nothing. And you're actually giving to the community. You're, being, you're doing a very good deed in so doing. Exactly. And so during this time when when those uh, when the donations, I think, have really decreased a lot for whatever concerns or issues here, we're finding that it's first personally beneficial. So let's do it for ourselves. And then in, in turn, we're helping our community and, and those in great need. And I would also suggest, as I talk about in the book, and I give you all the healthy optimum levels, is to actually get a ferritin blood level test once a year. Because once it starts to rise above 100, you become much more susceptible to issues with the heart, the brain, and the joints. So you've got to keep a lookout on your ferritin level. The healthiest people in the world that live the longest have very low ferritin levels. They're between 50 and 70. The average American is between 200 and 400. Oh, my goodness. Is that just our lifestyle that does that? I think it's lifestyle and the understanding that eating a lot of iron-rich foods is healthy as we get older. It may be a growth factor as we're younger, but past the age of 40 or 50, you don't need as much iron as you did in your younger day. And you've got a lot of these iron-enriched foods. We're not drinking a little bit of wine with our red meat, and we're eating a lot of iron-rich foods in the form of red meat too much, too much during the week. Okay. So to get this regular testing... Does that just naturally happen when we have the blood test done? or do It we doesn't. That, no. That's my okay. whole point with yeah. this. It doesn't. So make sure you get a ferritin, F-E-R-R-I-T-I-N. It's the stored iron. If it's, below, if it's above 100, you want to start giving blood at least once every six months. Great. And and that certain it is very doable uh, because sometimes when the when the blood donations are low they they'll call and they'll say you know we're low or when you've donated they'll say okay you you're, you're eligible in six more weeks so yeah twice a year certainly seems twice a year and I'll tell you something I've gotten so many letters from men that have read my book Radical Longevity one of them had an iron ferritin level of stored iron level of um, 999 which is a real sign of hemochromatosis is kind of a genetic disease of iron overload he's down past 100 he feels better his skin cleared up no more brown spots which is a sign sometimes of iron overload and now I know that he'll be risk free in terms of his heart his joints and his brain Oh, that. very gratifying. Very, very gratifying. Yes, that has to be for you to see how lives change. People by doing something so simple as taking a little blood test, which is not even expensive. It, yes, exactly. Uh, yes, so that's a, a good thing to remember as uh, you know to get done now or when we go for a physical, just to ask for that to be done at the same time. Yes, and if you run higher than 100, theoretically it should be between 50 and 70 NG slash ML. But if you are higher than 100, you're going to want to look at your lifestyle and get rid of the cast iron pot and pan that you've inherited. That's a source of iron in the diet you may not be needing now. Oh. And nobody's looking at that either, and that's easy peasy. And in fact, there's. I think I noticed again during this COVID time that uh, a turn to more cooking at home and the cast iron uh, 
products seem to be surfacing more. So we they're need terrific for cooking. They're, they heat they heat up so wonderfully well, but not if you've got iron overload. See, that's the missing piece here. Yes. So we need to be totally aware, informed, and. And aren't we just so fortunate to have you bringing this to our attention and uh, making us aware or at least reminding us if somehow we had heard this before. So all of this is so critically important. I also, when you were saying to be active, and I noticed this in the book, but you you did specifically mention it now in terms of activity, is that dancing is such a good thing for us. I just put on the... um I put on my podcasts, I put on my, uh, my, my Spotify, I put on the computer and just dance around the house. Very good for the brain. Very, very good. So the exercise doesn't have to be regimented or rigid. It can be something where you have a lot of fun. And and that'll probably inspire us to do it even that even much more. Right, exactly. And and uh, and that kind of movement, uh, listening to music we like, and that movement really elevates just our, our whole energy, makes us happier. It does, and it's good for the lymphatic system, which is your uh, secondary circulation system. So you're getting the toxins moving because reducing toxic overload is a very important aspect of radical longevity. So it's all part of the same, the same piece. So as we look at what the more most uh, essential vitamins and minerals and hormones would be to really maintain um, more of a youthfulness about our body, not that we want to look. Well, we want to look young, but but what? Just just to keep it more our skin elastic and glowing, and and our joints certainly mobile. So, what do we want to look at? Well, we want to look number one for immunity at vitamin D. So you've got to be taking a vitamin D test. I really feel, Kate, that you're guessing if you're not testing. So you want to be something above fifty or sixty ng slash ml. And those of us that live in the Northwest really need to have this tested because we're traditionally very low. And I would suggest taking between 5,000 and 10,000 IUs on a daily basis in an oil-based vitamin D form. And I personally love cod liver oil. Everybody should be taking a teaspoon a day. It'll keep COVID away. So I'm really big on my omega-3 oils, but that's quite different than cod liver oil. Is well, it? because I want you to get the A and D. You need the D because that's so immunoprotective. And you need the A because it's the anti-infection vitamin that nobody's talking about. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So in a capsule form is the idea? I take it in a liquid form. Oh, okay. Down the hatch. It's an old-fashioned remedy, and it's very important in this day and time. Well, when I was a kid, I remember my... Yes. <laughs> My mother would have this spoon of cod liver oil, and I would be fighting, as I recall. I did not like that. (laughs) Do you? The taste is improved. They have orange flavored and lemon flavored, and you can't really taste the fishy flavor. Okay, good to know. And and we should look for this very likely at a health food store. That's where I get mine, and I keep it refrigerated. Oh yes, refrigeration. That I think that helps to kind of mellow out 
the taste, doesn't well, it? Well, it makes sure that it doesn't get rancid and preserves uh, freshness. Yes, indeed. Yes. Okay. So, so cod liver oil to the rescue. No iron. Get your ferritin levels. Dance around the house. <laughs> really? And eat beans, Kate. You must eat beans. And just a, a variety of beans, right? Uh uh, I use my uh, Instant Pot and I cook up beans at least once or twice a week because the most prevalent food of the anti-aging group or the uh, super-agers, as I like to call them, is beans. I think that's because of the soluble fiber, but most of them are big bean eaters. Yes. Uh, I I certainly enjoy making lentils. And, and hummus. And hummus. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? Indeed, it is easy peasy, another one that's very simple to enjoy once or twice a week. Right. I think you talk about the three B's, and beans is one (laughs) of those B's. Beans, broccoli, and beets. But let's let's talk about the four B's. Let's put blueberries in there. Very good for the brain. Right, right. I think maybe beans weren't in there. Well, I think they should have been. They should. Okay. Though there's definitely, we're talking about four B's being critical for for good overall health. Beans, because of the soluble fiber, they'll pick up the toxins, escort them out of the system. I mean, I'm talking about chickpeas, lentils, pulses, excellent source of protein as well. And then we're talking about broccoli, which is a great detoxifier. I love the broccoli stalks. I make it into a coleslaw. You've got blueberries, which you can pop into a smoothie, and beets, which I love shredded in my salad. There you have a healthy meal. Oh, and my mouth is watering already. Mm. So a good thing to do. And toxins, my goodness, um, we are certainly uh, inundated with that in our Oh, our our poor world. I think early on last year, as uh, when things were shut down, and uh, the pollution levels seemed to really decrease a lot. But we're kind of back to what we were. And and what do we do about being able to ward off all those toxins around us? Well, you've got to keep a, a tab on it because it's toxic overload that makes you sick. It's accumulated toxins that can make us old before our times. That's where what you're cooking in is so important. So we mentioned to kind of get rid of the cast iron if you've got high ferritin. I'd also get rid of the aluminum and copper. Those are two minerals and metals that can misbehave and stockpile in the brain, the joints, the heart, and the lymphatic system. So we want to make sure that we're cooking in glass, clay, or stainless steel. Perfect. And that's where, like, the Instapot really is great. Very handy. Yes, because it's, yeah, not only is it really convenient, but it it is that stainless steel uh, pot that we're cooking in. It is. And you don't want to have too much fish during the week. It's a high source of mercury, even the wild caught salmon. So at least once or twice a week, I like people to take a little charcoal because it's a great absorber of heavy metals, chemicals, and other pollutants that your body doesn't need. Did you say charcoal? Activated charcoal, indeed. I char dust my food sometimes. And so is that, again, you know, this is the first I am really hearing mention of taking charcoal. So do we buy that in... uh, in You can buy it in the pharmacy. It's another inexpensive way to get rid of the toxins, yes. And if you think you're coming down with some kind of food poisoning, it's the very best thing to have on hand in your tool chest. Oh, how interesting. Okay. And it's not expensive. I don't think you have to do major chelation, major binders that they talk about, but charcoal is good old-fashioned, and it can chelate and really absorb some of these toxins that are stockpiling in our systems. 
And, and certainly, if we've done nothing about it and we're uh, a, a number of decades into our life, we've probably gotten somewhat of a stockpile, it, just unconsciously. Well, we do, and it's, it's, it's what we're eating, it's what we're smelling, it's what we're breathing, and it's also our mouth, which is the oral cavity that's the really entree of so many toxins. So you've got to be brushing your teeth with a little baking soda and peroxide and putting something on your gums because we're now finding that some of the gum infections can migrate to the brain. Yes, I saw this in the book, too, about how there is such a connection between the mouth and the brain. An unbelievable connection that nobody looks at. No. I I thought it was quite a revelation some years ago when there was the connection between the oral health and the heart. I thought, okay, that I get that. But now also the brain. So really, one of the best things we can do for ourselves then is, is really taking care of our oral hygiene. Yes, and keeping the mouth alkaline because these germs grow in an acid medium. So that's where you want a toothpaste that has a little baking soda and peroxide in it or make a paste yourself and use something on the gums to make sure that there's no anaerobic bacteria that's below the gum line. That's where I like clove oil or tea tree oil, which I use every day myself. I have used that. If I have had sore gums, I've used tea tree oil, and it's like magic. It's the best. <laughs> it's oh. so, and it's inexpensive, and it actually works. Yes, I agree. It, it, I, I've used it, so I, I'm... Really, uh, I love everything you're saying, actually, but having tried that and knowing how it, it really works so quickly, that yeah, good to know and uh, to underscore for all our listeners. I think so, and I don't think that longevity needs to be a real invasive, overwhelming task. I think there are simple things that you can do. But you just have to be aware and be eternally vigilant. Yes, yes, absolutely. And these are some really great, simple, basic steps that we can take that will really have us on on a good path forward. On the road to health and healing till 120, I like to tell people. <laughs> that, yes, that longevity is great as, as long as we are healthy, vital. Certainly, we you know any kind of look at you know frailty and and having to be bedridden. That's that's not what we it's want. Not to, what we want. No. We don't want to live into the period of dying. No, we want to be healthy, strong, and fit. Yes, exactly. Every moment until we decide. Okay, I guess Fine. I've <laughs> I've fulfilled my pur- purpose now. Correct. <laughs> the pur- purpose of the purpose-driven life. Uh, so let's mention you. Uh, the your website really is uh, such a wealth of information because you you have the blog there. Also, that we can sign up for a newsletter that's going to pop up and be a good reminder for us uh, about things that we might kind of get off track on. So it's a very simple website. Yes, it's annlouise.com. A-N-N-L-O-U-I-S-C, no E on Ann, annlouise.com. Yes, so very simple and just with such such great information about the books, this being number 37, so there's a lot of other great wealth of information. But I think that newsletter and the blog, also some key topics that uh, we might have something in our minds that we really want to focus on, we can uh, find a blog and, and get that uh, in information just as we need it. And it's simple, it's easy, and it's practical. One thing I've learned, people won't do what's really overwhelming. So this is very simple, easy, and fast. 
Yes, and that's what we're looking for in our lives. There's, uh, it, is to keep things simple. Uh, it if there if it is that way, then we tend to just keep doing it. If it gets to be a little too uh, complicated and burdensome, it's easy to just say, oh, well, too much trouble and walk away. Exactly. Right. So what we want to do is make this longevity, make living our best life, a life of purpose. And yours, of course, seemed to... uh, it was just there with you from a, a very young age because you've you've really made this your life's work. Yes, but I'm I'm kind of a canary. I'm sensitive myself, so I knew what worked for me was going to work for everybody. If I could do it, they could do it. And and there's no better illustration, I guess, than something that has worked for you and then wanting to share it with the world so we all can benefit. Because certainly, if we are all healthy and doing well, uh, I hope that transfers to the planet itself being healthy and doing well. Well, it's time it does. We need to be more healthy, more immune responsive. And we need to have a, as you say, a purposeful and a a, a real... um, goal in life, and that is to make it the world a better place. Yes, that that is definitely... For every living being and species. Yes, and then, of course, the planet itself, and uh, that for any of us uh, needs to be at least some part of our purpose, but I think if we have a really strong purpose in mind... I'm, I'm trusting it's going to filter out and and have a beneficial effect on those around us and on the planet, too. Because when you shine, everybody else shines around you. You shed a light on everybody else. Ah, yes. Let's look at it that way. And think about that as we go forth in our day, you know, being that shining light and shining on everyone that we encounter. Indeed. Well, Anne-Louise Gittleman, as always, it's just such a pleasure to speak with you. You're you're just just such a font of great information and inspiration. And I so appreciate the work that you do and taking time with us this morning. Back at you, my dear. Well, thank you so greatly. This is a Sunday morning shout out. Cancer Pathways is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that provides unique cancer support services, educational programs and community events to help patients, survivors, caregivers, their families, and communities better face the impact of cancer. It's now been 20 years of this important, good support work. After 16 years as Gildas Club Seattle and four years as Cancer Pathways, this is now the 20th anniversary year. Honoring their history, Cancer Pathways remains committed to the vision of a world where no one faces cancer alone. To honor these 20 years, Cancer Pathways is bringing together survivors and comedians in a virtual program for a night of laugh-out-loud comedy while raising money for all the Cancer Pathways programs. With spectacular auction items and a hilarious lineup of comedians, you won't want to miss it. It's on Saturday, October 16th at 7 p.m., and you can join virtually for Honoring 20 Years, Survivors Take the Stage. Register before October 10th and be entered to win a prize. Just visit cancerpathways.org and you'll find 
Honoring 20 Years. Just follow the prompts, register, and be part of supporting the great healing work of Cancer Pathways. Participate in the online auction and prepare to be entertained and laugh with the exceptional lineup of comedians. That's Cancer Pathways Honoring 20 Years, an important event for an even more important support organization. Visit cancerpathways.org. That brings us to the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Anne-Louise Gittleman and Sunday Morning Magazine with Kat Dolan and Olivia Nichols. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or to share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab, then either of the show names, and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of good health, planning well for good health. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.